day, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Loftus Party Podcast. Just got to be honest, I'm pretty stoked. I am pretty stoked. I'm eating my oats. Of course, on the other end of the line, coming to you from an undisclosed gimlet camp located somewhere in the in the continent of North America is the Liberty Gypsy. How's it going today, Gypsy? Oh, oh, I'm <laughs> curious. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. You say I, I was laughing too hard. You you say you're you're curious or you're furious? I'm furious. Okay, listen, America, ships at sea. Oh, oh my gosh. Welcome to the international people. Welcome. Thanks for listening, Australia. Thanks for listening, UK. Thanks for listening, Canada. I had, listen, I knew we had international people, but I, I always want to give you a shout out, uh, especially, uh, I was surprised at how many people in Australia. Good day, mate. Good on you. Okay. So when the gimlet is furious, you guys, my plan goes out the window. I got my notes, but I'm, I, I, I give the floor and part of the wall to gimlet. What's got you furious? Do you remember how I used to yell about the COVID tests all the time? Oh, yes. Yes, I do. That the sensitivity oh. was way too high, too many false positives, blah, blah. And just like clockwork, Biden had barely taken his hand off the Bible from getting sworn in where they're like, oh, we got to dial those down. We got to dial those down. We got too many false positives. And magically, mystically, it started to go away. But yes, I remember that distinctly. Well... In the in England, the LNS has admitted it has been reporting PCR tests as positive when only a single coronavirus gene is detected, despite that being against the manufacturer's instructions that two or more genes must be found. Do you know what the CDC instructions for the EUA said about our tests? Hold up, hold up, hold up. You've already thrown out so many initials. My head is spinning. The ONS is like the, the, the English... The- Version of the CDC. British CDC, yes. Okay. So they had, they said, uh, they said you got to have two of these things that show two up on a genes. test. Okay. Two genes on that, on the viral sample. They okay. were reporting positives with only one. Okay. Our CDC, when they put out the instructions, when the, the PCR test, which is the most common test. Right. right? That's not the That's butthole the one, one in they, China. That were, yeah. That, that, those were the ones that were too sensitive. So <laughs> when when the CDC, from everything I'm reading, did the instructions to allow the test we use, PCR, to be used, they're only looking for one gene. Okay, so which is against the manufacturer's instructions. Okay, so the man- manufacturer. Okay, so the person who makes the test says, "Hey, you got to have two of these, or it doesn't count. If you don't Correct. have two, it doesn't count." And then, mm-hmm. so in England, in England and Europe, they've been like, yeah, let's just go with one. Yeah. And oh, in the U.S. Oh, when did this story hit? Today. So, hey, how many, so, so how many false positives is that? We have no idea. Okay, this is, I'm glad, see, you're here, see, you know what? Oh my gosh, I just like, I, I just had like a, a, sm- a mini stroke there. I'm so glad we went with what has you uh, furious because that's 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 big news. That is well, it's big, big news. news, but it's also this the Red Cross reported today that in 20 percent of blood samples that they're getting, 
people have antibodies and that most of those people are reporting they've never been sick. Okay. Here I am. Here I am with you now. I'm, yes. I'm, I'm in the, uh, I've, I've been firmly in the, uh, the I've had enough of this. And let me just say for the record, let me just say for the record, I believe COVID-19 is real. I don't think mm-hmm. they're hiring crisis actors. I don't think they got dummies nope. on stretchers. I think it's a real thing. And mm-hmm. we must be concerned. Babo. Now, is it as bad as they say? I don't think so. I no. really don't think so. And when these when these little stories keep popping, oh, we got to dial down the test. Oh, you were doing the test wrong. Oh, it was too sensitive. Oh, we got. And then you look at the numbers of the, just the survivability. And then you look at the numbers of well, who was this thing really whacking? It was really, you know, going after the elderly. It was going after the the obese. It was going after people with underlying conditions. It's so nefarious and horrible, it's hard to wrap your brain around. It's hard to wrap mm-hmm. your brain around. And I go back to I'm a little I'm 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 gonna high horse it a little bit because I think I think you and I are gonna be sharing the same high horse. I get to sit in back, I'll let you steer. you can you can write you can wing man you can be in the front seat it's fine there you go there you go it's uh it's fdr said it back in the day nothing in politics happens by accident if it happened it was planned that way if it i'll say it again if it happened it was planned that way you had donald j trump just doing a bang up job with this country. He was going into re-election. <laughs> there was no stopping him. And all he uh-huh. was gonna do, all he was gonna do was continue to point out here's how biased the media is, here's how insanely inefficient the federal government is, here's how much money we're wasting, here's what the problem is with NATO, here's it, it we're energy independent. The only thing that stops him, the only thing that stops him is is an an economic uh, avalanche of horribleness. And that's what COVID did. The more I learn, the more I exist on planet Earth, I don't think this shit was an accident at all. I think it was a calculated maneuver. I'll just say it. And I'm going I'm going with my gut. And I might as well just say it publicly. I don't think it was any crappy freaking bat soup. I don't even think it was an accidental leak from Wuhan. I think they did the crap on purpose. The timing was just perfect. I, I always forget this, but they had the the international like military games were in Wuhan. Back mm-hmm. in uh, back in 2019, I believe. So you had people from all over. If you wanted to spread this thing, that's how you do it. We got people from visiting from all over the globe. Skadoosh! And then China knows what's up. So they instantly cordon off Wuhan. Nope, you'll not be going anywhere else in China. Because they knew what they did. They knew what they did. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. It's horrible. So we got it. We got to wow. make sure... That we we treat this thing with the the respect that a, that a legit virus deserves. If you if you're 
if you're obese, if you've got underlying conditions, blah, 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 uh, you gotta, you gotta watch yourself. You gotta take care of yourself. But for the rest of us, you guys do not comply. Do not comply with anything. Get out, open your business. Woo. Now I'm, now I'm fired up too. I, did you see this train wreck of a meeting with the secretary of state and the Chinese in Alaska? Oh my gosh. That's, that's, that's worth bringing up. Thank you so much. You're doing, you, 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 you got, you did some solid homework. That's not even on my list. Doesn't even well, I'm just stuff, saying, but it's a great if you one. want, if you want to know what the Chinese were aiming for, just listen to that meeting. Our they, secretary of state for? got spanked. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you reap using, what you sow. Well, and it's not just that they're using the Democrats premise to beat up America, which is brilliant, which is political Kung Fu, which is it something is that Republicans, Republicans don't know how to do. And, and China's very good at it. But yeah, they, they Kung Fu the crap out of us. Don't stop. Continue. They Kung Fu the crap out of us using Joe Biden's own America's systemically racist and black people can't leave their homes without being, you know, hunted down. I mean, they actually made an ad that said that. Ian Kamala Harris. Yes. And yes. then you go to meet with the Chinese and their secretary Blinken, about as freaking arrogant as arrogant can be, we're worried about your human rights violations. And China's like, oh, no. Oh, no. Uh-uh. You got problems in your own country. You're systemically racist. Look what's going on with black people. You have no right to lecture us. I'm like, they're committing genocide. And that is your own shtick to slap you. And I had in a weird way, I admire it as like as a dude who thoroughly enjoyed Game of Thrones, the book, not so much the series, the final the final few seasons. But that was super slick. That was super slick. So China sits back and they watch they watch the critical race theory and the Black Lives Matter and the events over the summer. And they watch our they watch our citizens burn our own cities and kill people and 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 literally get away with murder. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the political class going, well, they got a, they got a beef. They have a legitimate beef. They have they have some righteous anger there. That is the biggest problem. That's the biggest problem we have. And we have to come to grips with that. So China, China is rounding people up and putting them on trains and putting them in re-education camps and making them forced slave labor. And so when you call them out on that, China's like, oh, not so fast, Joe Biden. What about Black Lives Matter and systemic race and and these total political elite douchebags have to sit there and and eat it and they know it's not true they know it's a lie they know it's just a horrible narrative pushed by their own friends but they got to sit there and eat a giant dog turd pie and pretend like they like it did you did you see blinken's response it's too funny. There's a grown man whose name is Blinken. What did he say? What did Blinken say? What did Winken? What did Nod? What did Donner? What did Dasher? What did the rest of the freaking reindeers say? What the hell did... It was something to... Oh, Sol- it was actually Jake Sullivan, an even bigger douchebag. 
A confident country is able to look hard at its own shortcomings and constantly seek to improve. That is the secret sauce of America. Dude, I just want to smack his face. Um, you granted the premise. I have to be. I have to be so careful right now. I have to be so careful right now because I'm. I'm really. I'm feeling my oats. I got spring fever. I, I, I seriously. I feel like Superman this morning. I feel really good about the future. Uh, and I got solutions. <laughs> so I gotta watch what I say about this. I am going to rededicate my efforts to really, really, really going after this whole uh, critical race theory. This is this is uh, this is the root of it. So we gotta we gotta walk and chew gum. We gotta go after the media, and we gotta ag- aggressively go after critical race theory. Right now, I'm just trying to figure out what's gonna be the most efficient, what's gonna be the best way. Uh, what's but this this whole critical race theory, Black Lives Matter. We're going to reinterpret historical events from the lens of uh, racism. No, we cannot mess around with this for another day, for another hour, for another minute, for another second. The right, the people with common sense, people with common sense, I'm going to call you, you're on the right, whether you know it or not. If you're a Democrat and you have common sense, and I think the Democrats, a lot of them are waking up. We got to go after this. We got to go after this hard i mean uh aggressive it's everywhere did you see what they just did to my county do you want to disclose your county or are you secretly moving camps i'm not secretly moving camps but what did they what did they do to your county how is the camp a lot of a lot of singing by the firelight are you doing bonfires out there a lot of uh a lot of uh, incantations. So it, we're we're in the rainy season. <laughs> we're in the, so. Like you're in the jungle. Yeah. Okay. No, what they what they do in your county? Okay, my county is where one of those massage parlors was. Oh man, yeah. Okay. What they do? And so you have these doofuses on NBC and CNN going. It's white male anger at the shutdowns. I'm like, we've been open since last summer. That has nothing to do with it. I thought they were going with the racist thing. I thought there was like this guy just wanted to kill because 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 uh, Trump said it was the China virus that, that this guy wanted to kill Asian people and yada, yada, yada. Because Trump said it was the China virus and we've been under these strict lockdowns. That leads to white male rage. And that's what's at the bottom. Like, we haven't been locked down in almost a year. Yeah, it's... um. Like, so nobody talks about the virus here. Nobody. That's the, that's the bigger problem. That's the bigger problem. This is like... Uh, and, it's, and it's wild to watch the... the uh, the pundits on the news go after in the in the great big in the great big chessboard that is American politics, and I, I this it's a horrible loss of life. I, I'm not I, I don't I don't ever celebrate mass shootings or anything like that. So let me just be clear. But in the great big chessboard of American politics, to watch people argue over and try to dissuade people from this narrative or that narrative over the massage parlor, the the rub and tugs, 
in in Georgia or whatever. That's that you're 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 arguing over a pawn. You're arguing over a pawn, uh-huh. and and it's such a giant waste of time. So we got to let that one go, you guys. You got to let that one go. The bigger problem is the media repeatedly setting these narratives. And there's no pushback. There's no penalty. There's no there's no apology. There's these little uh, corrections in the paper. And, and it is at such a level. And this is what I was saying when we were talking about the critical race theory. There's two huge problems in America. All of them. If we can if we can change the media, we can fix everything. If we can get the media to look through a lens of factual reporting then then we can change everything. We can we can completely change everything. And then and then critical race theory and all that other stuff is, is secondary. But like, yes, they're totally gonna go, oh, this guy, Trump said China, Trump said Wuhan, this guy went in and killed everybody. They don't that's just what they're gonna do. So that that well, ship in my mind has sailed. They're basically calling my county sheriff's department liars because they're like, no, this is what the guy told us about why he did it. Like, yeah, the media, I'm sure, knows the guy's own motives better than the guy. It's can somebody just please shut up? It's <laughs> just uh, shut up. It's it's bad. It's bad. And it's 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 very I mean, it's sad all the way around. It's sad all the way. Around. I mean, there's no I don't. Why don't we be a little bit more curious about why these young women were in those places to begin with? Ding, 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 winner, winner, chicken dinner. Do you, yes, yes. What were the, what were their lives like? What, what deal did they How make? How long have to they been here? What conditions did they immigrate under? We know this happens in nail salons in New York City. We know it happens in massage parlors in New York City. We know we have an outsized human trafficking problem for the size of our state because of our international airport in yes. Georgia. So why don't we start talking about why these ladies were in those places to begin with? Which brings us to uh, what's going on at the border, which brings us to immigration, which brings us to Joe Biden, which brings us to him falling up the stairs. What's really going on? What we can do about it? What we should be excited and fired the F up about we got all that and more right around the corner stay tuned you sexy heathens Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 
a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 1-800-516-7602 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 1-800-516-7602 to take your call right now. Call 1-800-516-7602. That's 1-800-516-7602. Again, 1-800-516-7602. Welcome back. So stoked. So stoked. Fired up. Uh, we got we got more show here. Uh, in the next segment, we're going to be checking in with, with my boy, Paul Hare, about what's on the web. And then, of course, we got our segment for the Patreon. And, oh, and if you're on the Patreon, uh, guess what just came in? Guess what just came in? Like yesterday, the, the Loftus Party t-shirt. That it, uh, it's got the the sweet sweet logo on it, and at the bottom, written across boldly, right under the boobage area on the men and the ladies, these people are sick. <laughs> so those 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 will be going out in the mail. I got mine. I'm gonna be rocking one uh, in in my next video. Might be my favorite T-shirt. Uh, we got uh, here's the ones that really serious happiness is the one that started it all. That's a great one. Uh, essential AF. That was great when the quarantine first hit. Then I like cookies. I like cookies. One of the top selling shirts, which I still love that one. That one just brings me joy. And then we had a little contest on the, uh, the, the Facebook live stream. And the winner was these people are sick and I'm just delighted. They look great. So go to the loftus party, uh, com. You can click on store. You can get one there. Uh, they're fantastic. They're fantastic. Oh my gosh. And then my buddy, uh, who's a retired NYPD. Great dude. He's, he, he loves his hoodie. He got the blue hoodie, which the timing on that's horrible. It's about to be, it's about to be springtime, but Hey, if you want to, you know what I might do? Oh my gosh. I might buy a hoodie that says these people are sick and I, I might do the, uh, I might do the old cut off the sleeves on that thing. I might go, I might go Bill Belichick on you. Okay. So, so this is what, this is what I'm excited about. I love it when I, when I feel like I figured stuff out. I don't want to say when I figured stuff out, I'll say like when I I feel like I figured stuff out because I might be on the wrong path and you want to be able to course correct. Gimlet and I were talking about this whole, uh, this whole media thing and uh, the, the, the spas and the rub and tugs and the murder and the way the da 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 da. Here's what I want to aggressively go after. And this is what I want you guys to join in on. For real. I want to aggressively go after uh, the critical race theory. People who are pushing that. There's no, listen, you guys, there's no pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. If Now, if we want to talk about Jim Crow laws, we want to talk about the, the, the way they would district things for bank loans and all that, I am with you 110%. If you show me right now where there is like legit racism, Phone me up. I will join you in in the solution to that. I will protest. I'll do whatever. I will fight racism wherever it may be. 
But this thing of like, we're going to go back and know you, we got to get rid of George Washington. We got to get rid of Thomas Jefferson. The whole nation is this and that. And the, the 1619, blah, 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 blah. And you're inherently this and you're inherently that. Screw that. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. And we don't judge people by the color of their skin. We judge them by the content of their character. So we got to push hard on that. That's secondary. So here's what. If you got a pen, if you got a pen, you guys, uh, write this down. Gimlet turned me on to this uh, a couple shows ago. So if you want to go back and listen, you can. There's a guy named Christopher Rufo. And we're spelling that last name R-U-F-O. Christopher Rufo, R-U-F-O. My boy Christopher Rufo, uh, look him up on Twitter, Google him, whatever. He's putting together a group of lawyers, and he's got a site that he's either built, or I think it's up and running, where if your kid is being taught this crap, if they're coming home with a piece of schoolwork, or you you think it's in your place of business, like Coca-Cola was doing that thing. You got to go take this training and be less white and all that. You report it to Chris and his group. They got lawyers. They're going to push back. It's so awesome. It's so awesome. Now, if you've got the stones to do it, yeah, go to the Zoom meeting and show up and push back, you know, at uh, with your local city council, your local board of education, all that stuff. If you don't want to do that and you're a busy person and you got a a tanning salon you need to run or whatever, your own little business that takes up most of your time, ding dong, go hook up with Chris Rufo and he's going to push back. I'm going to get involved in this as well. Big time. But that's secondary. Like, it's like you got Gimlet over there. She's writing for PJ Media. Super smart. Fantastic. She brings, hey, Mike, you can, this Chris Rufo guy is doing this. And then we do the podcast and I'm turning you guys onto it. This is how it's supposed to work. This is what big tech and the media is terrified of. This people talking, sharing information. So that has me stoked, which leads me to the big one. And then I'll let Gimlet talk. I swear to God. The media. The media, the media, the media. We need to figure out, and I don't know if it's lawsuits. I don't, here's what's driving me crazy. The Russia, Russia, Russia thing. And you go back and you listen to this show. Gimlet and I were talking about it. We called it. When I, when I met Cheryl Atkinson, and if you're, not, if you're not following Cheryl Atkinson, I don't know what to tell you. If you're not watching her show, you need to start. She's a legit journalist. She's looking at facts and reporting legit news. The media baked in this Russia, Russia, Russia thing that wasn't by an accident. They never even apologized for that. They never let 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 that sink in as much as I hate that phrase. Let that sink in. For years, they ran with this narrative just to destroy the character of the president, but it was horrible. And now this latest Washington Post thing comes out where he, supposedly he made this phone call and he's, he told the, the Georgia election official, you got to find fraud. You're going to be an American hero. And they made it up. They just made it up. And every other news media outlet, they went with it. They ran with the story. 
Now, we can get into how they got caught and what an accident that was. And they listen, it was an accident. It was an accident that they got caught. And all they did was a all they did was a little correction. And then on the even on even on on Fox News this morning on that uh, that, that that media buzz with Howie Kurtz, he opens up his show with the Washington Post blunder. The Washington Post blunder. How about you lick my blunderful butthole? How about you suck my blunderful dick? That's not a blunder. They made it up. We need massive pushback. So I'm going to ask this. I'm going to pose this question to the gimlet. How do we deal with this? How do we deal with the New York Times, the Washington Post, and the 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 other legacy news media? How do we deal with it? Is it lawsuits? Do we just sue them into oblivion? I legitimately don't know because the standard for somebody to sue for defamation like Donald J. Trump, who served as president, he's a public figure. So when you're a public figure, it is much more difficult to prove malice, right? Um, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, in, in this case, because of the person who leaked it, and again, this goes on in my state. Guys, my state is so effed up right now. Mm-hmm. Um Jordan Fuchs, I think is how you say her last name. There's not a doubt in my mind that the source had nefarious intent, but I don't know that the outlet did. They just did a really crappy job in taking her word for it. Here's what I want to do. Here's what I want to do. And this is like, I want to go, it'd be be my tribute to the Viet Cong. I I, I don't even want to win the lawsuit. And I feel I shouldn't probably I probably shouldn't be admitting this in public. I just want to harass them. That's called lawfare. It's fine. I'm into it. I'm into it. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna sue you for X amount of dollars because you reported fake news. You knew it was fake and you do it, did it anyway, and you did uh ten billion dollars to me and my friends by misleading me. So I wanna see you in court. And then you, it goes on for months and months and months. We get we get some headlines out of it, and then they go, "Okay, uh, Mike, you, you lost the suit. Looks like you're out of it. You just got to pay your lawyers now." Okay, uh, Judge, while I got you here, I'd like to sue the New York Times. Why? Because they did. I mean, how many how many times can we do that? I just it's it's got to hurt them. They have no reason to stop they have no reason to stop they did russia 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 for years completely made up completely false the russian dossier and the steel dossier and blah 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 blah. it worked it worked they hold the levers of power Uh uh-oh the washington post democracy dies in darkness they made up a thing about trump's phone call Mm, let's put a correction it doesn't hurt it doesn't hurt it's terrifying It's terrifying when you think about all the crap that they can get away with. And we can have a lot of fun by going instance by instance by instance. And that's really, you know, that's kind of like jacking off. It's, it's, I mean, we'll do it. (laughs) We'll do it because funny crap happens. But this whole knowingly making things up just to hurt your political opponent. They got too much power. They got too much power, and they know it. Big tech has too much power. 
Facebook, Twitter, and, and legacy media has too much power. It's, it's got to start to hurt them. So I guess in the meantime, uh, you got to get a subscription to the Epic Times. Get a subscription to the Epic Times and, uh, and publicly humiliate the New York Times. Talk smack about them. We got we to gotta mock people who still listen to that, who still read it. We have, to, well, I mean, we have to go on offense. I used to quote tweet Maggie Haberman's tweet in the evening between four and six and say, here's the bat signal. Watch the rest of the media fall in line. And it was prophetic. Yeah. Well, it's, it is, uh, it's not hard to figure out. And this, it all goes back to me. The big, the big eye-opening one for me was uh, the interview I did with Cheryl Atkinson. Where mm-hmm. well, this goes back to Obama and and Mitt Romney, they were going to do that big debate, and Obama had been in the Rose Garden, and he was talking about I, for, I can't even remember what attack it was. Uh, and there was the big question was, oh, Obama won't call it a terrorist. He won't say the word terrorism. He won't say the word terrorism. And then uh, some lackey from the White House. The day before the uh, the day of the debate, I think, or maybe the day before, just they were just calling up ABC, calling up CNN, calling up NBC. Hey, you know, we, we were looking back at that tape and he did say terrorism. Just so you know, he did say terrorism, blah, 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 blah. So they they just plant these seeds. Remember, what's that guy? Ben, uh, ben Rhodes. In, ben Rhodes famously did that interview with New York Times just talking about how easy it is to lead these young reporters around by the nose. That scared the bejesus out of me. So we got to push back. We got to push back. And uh, it's not enough. It's not enough just to boycott the New York Times and boycott the Washington Post. We got we to gotta publicly uh, mock them and shame them. And I think sue them. I'm really thinking about get, getting a group together and just we're going to start tying you up in the courts. And then they'll go back and they'll listen to the show and they'll go, Your Honor, here he is in his own words. This was his plan all along. Well, so be it. Hey, Your Honor, how's it going? This is me from the past saying hello. It's totally what I want to do. Okay. Well, and for anybody who has a critical race theory horror story, either at work or their children's school, the um, website is Christopher Rufo, R-U-F-O dot com. Black backslash CRT. Awesome. And he's not spelling Christopher in some weird way, right? It's no, like a regular. No, it's, just, it's straight up Christopher. And there is contact information on the main part of the website where if you're a whistleblower, you can email, um, email the group and he'll publish your story. I love it. I love it. I love it. We got to go after him. Did you okay. see, did you see what the most awesome governor in the country did though? I'm guessing you're talking about uh, uh, Ron DeSantis. Yup. What did he do? What did he do? I saw there's a lockdown going on in Florida. Miami put in some new lockdown measures. Yeah, well, that's because of all the spring breakers. Yeah. So Florida's civics curriculum will incorporate foundational concepts with the best materials, and it will expressly exclude unsanctioned narratives like critical race theory and other unsubstantiated theories, DeSantis said at a press conference Wednesday in Naples, calling that and other theories politicized academic fads. 
Let me be clear. There is no room in our classrooms for things like critical race theory. He said, teaching kids to hate their country and to hate each other is not worth one red cent of taxpayer money. Boom. Put that another another notch on the bedpost for old Ron DeSantis. Mm -hmm. Good for him. Good for him pushing back on that. I saw where Christy Nome was getting in a little bit of trouble. I saw saw our boy boy Ryan Gerdusky was pushing back on her really hard. And uh, she she did something with a bill to ban biological boys from playing in girls' sports. She sent it back to the the legislature, and I haven't gotten to the bottom of why. Yeah, I thought I, I thought that I, I found that one very weird. Maybe it was just maybe it was just a little a uh, little misstep by her, but it seems like that's an easy one to figure out where you want to be. That's an easy one uh, to to figure out which side of that y- you want to be on. Listen, <laughs> yeah, if uh, if you're bo- if you're born with a wiener. Uh, do what you want, live your life the way you want. But if you were born with a wiener, I don't think you should be doing the pole vault uh, against a girl who was born with a vajayjay. That's all I'm saying. I don't think anybody's going to freak out over that. <laughs> okay. We got to talk about, uh, we got to talk about Joe Biden falling up the stairs. We'll do that for the rest of this. We got so much uh, more in the next block, you guys, but we, we would be a horrible podcast. If we didn't talk about Joe Biden falling up the stairs. Now, let me say this. I did a video on it. I actually thought about it for a hot second. And I've said it. I've said it publicly. I've said it on Fox News. I don't take a lot of joy in making fun of Joe Biden because here's my problem. I can see the humanity in everybody. Mm -hmm. I really can. And and for Joe Biden, it's. Yes, it's it's incredibly sad that he's been coerced into this position and yada, yada, yada. However, in the big picture, you got to make fun of it. You got to make fun of it. And I kind of folded it into the video. It's like, oh, it's not nice to it's not nice to make fun of uh, Joe Biden. Well, you know what else isn't nice? The, 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 The price of insulin. You know what else isn't nice? Uh, having wide open borders with people who aren't even being checked to see if they have the Wuhan while supposedly we're in a, in a pandemic. You know what else isn't nice? Tell the American people you're going to give them two grand and then you give them 1400 You know what else isn't nice? Being duplicitous and funding all these governments' pensions and these city pensions and bailing out California. There's a ton of crap that isn't nice. So, yeah, I made fun of Joe Biden. When the White House blamed it on the wind – that was hilarious. That was hilarious. The wind blew him down. <laughs> you got you got Marines there not even holding on to their hats. Like it's you guys, he's old. He's not a hundred percent there. It's this is not this is not a secret. And he's doing that thing where and I, it's too funny because I was talking about it when he gave us when he gave a speech. You know, the big speech about the vaccine, just him walking down the red carpet. He's doing that. He's doing that old man walk where he's terrified of falling. He doesn't want to look at the ground. The 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 swing to his arms is fakey and Gone. artificial. Oh, it's just it's sad. The whole thing is sad. And you got Kamala Harris uh, waiting in the background. Oh, the poor guy, the poor guy three times. And then when he. When he turns around, 
before he goes into the plane and he does the salute. <laughs> that was too much. Like you can't save it. You can't save it. Right? It's like when Hillary went down. When Hillary went down, she just went right, right back into the plane. Don't you don't have to turn and look back. Like we mm-hmm. we all get it. We all get okay. it. Okay. I'm going to hell. Oh, okay. Go for it. Tell me why. Did you see the meme with Trump shooting off the golf ball? That was hilarious. And it was so oh fast. It was so fast. I, I, I haven't laughed that hard in a long time. And it's, it's so wrong. Oh, my gosh. And it's it's so great. Like the, the, the game inside the game. Because mm-hmm. it was within it was within 30 minutes that they yep. recreated the famous Trump hits Hillary in the back of the head with a golf ball where Trump hits Joe Biden in the head with a golf ball. And then Do you so know the, instantly the there was a correction put on it. Yes, yes. Yeah. And they're like, this is a this is a doctored image. And then Don Jr. immediately fires back with, oh, my, I'm shocked. I'm shocked <laughs> that this is a doctored image. It's just, it's like Casablanca. I'm shocked. Shocked to find out that there's gambling going on in here. It's fantastic. It was so funny. Oh my god! Did you see the one that was? Remember that um, that scene in was it the one with? Who are those little brown and white things? The little Don't brown. Don't eat them and after midnight. The gremlins. gremlins. Yeah. Remember the lady that went up in the in the electric ch- the electric yeah, yeah. chair. They had was- one going up the up the stairs with Joe Biden sitting in it. There's so many great ones. There's so many great ones. Okay, I'm gonna tell you and guys. I'm this. sorry, it's wrong. It, it, we shouldn't. We shouldn't laugh. But I mean, the fact that his family didn't stop this is just disgusting. It should terrify everybody. And this is one mm-hmm. of the. This is like one of the calculations I did in my head. They're okay with it. They're a political. They're, it's a political machine. They are part of the new political class. They are they are prepared to do this to their own flesh and blood. And the people who care about Joe Biden and the people who should be protecting them are more interested in power. This last 12 months was so telling. I, I Listen, I, I want to do more comedy on this show. I want to laugh more on this show. And, yeah, we want to do news and talk about problems and solutions. But this last 12 months – it really deeply affected me. I had no idea that the Democrats were just so cold and calculated. When you go back to the stimulus bill, and we're going to take a break and we're going to come back. This is worth talking about. It really is. And I, I don't think most people think about this, about just how horrifying it is. And I can't, I can't overstate this. They told you you could not work. They told they people got in trouble. People tried to open up their business. They were fined tens of thousands of dollars. They were thrown in jail. There's a pastor in jail in in Canada right now. People were getting in trouble if they tried to earn a living. And Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats let eight months go by. Let eight months go by. They knew you were suffering. They knew you couldn't pay the bills. They knew you might lose your house. They, they, they didn't know. They didn't care that you couldn't buy fucking 
food. And they held off on getting you the help that you so desperately needed because they wanted to win an election. And then when all was said and done, when the Congress finally decided to, okay, let's give them something, that dirty bitch's idea of help was $600 one time, one payment of $600 for eight months of your life. That is some of the coldest shit I have ever encountered. That is beyond the beyond. To know that people were dying and suffering and couldn't pay the bills and couldn't buy food and for eight months you did nothing. And then you come up with 600 bucks. Hey, guys, the the, the $2,000 idea, that was Trump. That was Trump. Trump's like, it should be 2,000 bucks for every American, nothing else. And uh, the, the Democrats and Nancy Pelosi don't ever underestimate that chick. We love to make fun of her. She talks funny and she does funny things, but she knows what's up. And she is formidable and she is winning. So we got to rally. We got to rally. No hyperbole here to save the country. To save the country. So that's what we're going to do. Stick around. We're going to go to a break. We got a little what's on the web with Paul. We got a little bit from us. And a little teaser for the Patreon peoples. (laughs) Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's. So thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5000. Enjoy! Welcome back, everybody. Good Lord. I get sometimes I just get so excited about the show. I'm like a, I'm like a little bunny hopping around the room. So let's do it. Let's kick off this next thing. We got to check in with my boy, Paul, and see what's going on the web. Stick around because we got some more stuff for you. It's like we can't give you enough show. Here we go. Let's talk about what's on the web. A show just isn't a show without the great taste of what's on the web with Paul. And when we're talking about the web, we're talking about the only web that matters, theloftestparty.com. Paul, how are you feeling today? Michael, it's the second day of spring. I'm feeling pretty good. I'm pretty stoked about it too, guy. It's crazy. Like, 
I am chomping at the bit for summer. I'm talking to strangers about it. It's like I'm at a giant party and I'm like, are we all going to go in the pool? Are we all going to go in the pool? (laughs) All right. So, hey, let's talk about what has you excited about what's on the web this week with yourself. First, I have to give a shout out to myself for my short story, Thor versus the Valkyries. I was on journalist Megan Fox's podcast, The Fringe, which is on PJ Hold up. Hold up. Oh, journalist. I did put, yep, I put that in okay. there. Okay, okay. I was about to freak right the hell out. I was about to freak <laughs> right the hell out. I'm like, what so are you doing? So she and I from? had a good time uh, talking with one another, and you can find a link to that podcast on theloftestparty.com. Okay, now, hold up, hold way. up real quick. Hold, real, 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 quick, real quick. So Megan Fox is with, you did this interview, and this was this was PJ Media? Right, they have a few different medias. Her particular podcast is called The Fringe. The Fringe. The yes. Fringe. All right. I'm going to want to talk to Megan Fox at yes. The Fringe at PJ yes. Media. I wonder if she knows Gimlet. I wonder if they go to office parties together and get cray-cray. Could be. You never know. Uh, all right. So what else do you got? This past week was St. Paddy's Day. So we mm-hmm. had some St. Paddy's Day and Irish-themed posts. And we had Lisa Kay with four films to get your Irish on. Did you read that? Did you see that any movies that you liked? That was that great. great. Although, you know what? She was talking a lot about the Boondock Saints, and and I'm just not. That movie is just not my jam. I tried to get into it a few years back. Everybody, you should watch it. You should watch it. It's a it's a it's a very it's an awesome cautionary tale because you got the movie. That's one thing, and then you have the the story of that filmmaker, which is another. So it's good. It's good to see the Boon, Boondock Saints just as a, as a foundation of like what not to do in Hollywood. <laughs> okay, I never saw it, so that does sound a little bit interesting there. But then she has three other films there. People can go to theloftersparty.com to take a look at that. The other two Irish theme post whiskey business. Talking Irish whiskey, and then we had easy corned beef and cabbage recipe. So those were a little food and drink to go with St. Paddy's Day as well. Yeah, there's a great pub, a great Irish pub in uh, in Columbus, my old hometown. And uh, my buddy Dino has this awesome podcast that that we that we featured. Dino was a big radio star in Columbus as well. But this pub is called Burns. So everybody goes there all the time. And then on St. Patrick's Day, it's really over the top. But I guess the owner of that joint, uh, I think his name's Pat, Pat Byrne, is doing his, his own Irish whiskey, which I found I found that to be compelling. I like it when people make stuff. And that's, and that's why I did the, uh, the corned beef and cabbage recipe. That recipe, by the way, is two ways, guy. You can go stovetop or you can go with your slow cooker. So that's look, a good one. Bookmark that one, people, for next look year. Pretty, looked pretty good, didn't it? Oh, my goodness. I love that stuff. I love corned beef. And you know what else is underrated? And let's just sing the praises of this. Leftover corned beef. I can destroy some corned beef hash. Oh, my gosh. I love it. I Good love stuff. It. Good stuff. So then we also had some original music this week at theloftersparty.com. It's called It's Fine. The yeah. It's Fine song. And someone we know wrote that and performed it. Dude, this is one of those. This is one of those clips. I'm glad you brought it up. Thanks for picking that one, Paul. You're a good egg. That (laughs) song, this is why I'm playing guitar. This is why I'm learning, because I want to do this. It's like just another, it's another uh, tool in the paint box. But man, it's, it's based off that meme. You know, the, the, the meme of the cartoon dog that's sitting 
you know, at a table and there's fire and smoke everywhere and he's drinking coffee, just going, it's fine. Just that complete denial. I thought it was hilarious. So in the song, uh, each verse is something that's just going horribly with the Biden administration and going horribly in America. And then the, the, the chorus is me talking about, it's fine. It's fine. Dude, I'm going to keep, that's a work in progress. That's like, that's like showing the world my first draft. I'm going to keep working on that. I think that's going to be, I got high hopes for that one on the live show because that one can evolve. Yes. Yes, it can. It's again, it's original song. People can go to the loftusparty.com. It's a fun thing to watch. Everybody should go do that. So let's go on to some other runs real quick because then we can get on to fun stuff. We have the Alch. Ford plans to move $900 million project from Ohio to Mexico. Then we've got the Biden falls up the stairs recap. We've got Andrew Cuomo belongs in our Democrat Hall of Fame and most Americans want voter ID laws. What all four of those come from you? Which one of those do you think you are you uh, that really stands out to you? You know what? I know that I know that the Gimlet and I are going to dig into uh, uh, Biden falling up the stairs. That's going to be a big hunk. So I think the next it's weird. They're all equal in my eyes. They're all my children, Paul. They're all my <laughs> children. I want them to do equally well. I think the one that I would say is is most important would be the the speech from Sleepy Joe. But on face value, it just looks like a speech, but just the complete denial of of the facts. I I, I was shocked by it, and this goes to the media. And, and, and Biden is up there talking like he like there was never a vaccine, like there was never a plan. They're going with this. They're baking that new reality in. That's the new reality they want to bake in with voters is that Biden came in with nothing, with nothing. And then magically, mystically, his people were uh, able to put together a plan. Oh, and like the vaccine is just going to, in their reality, just appear out of thin air. And then, uh, oh my gosh, here's the plan for how we're going to vaccinate people, blah, 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 blah. So that's the most, that's the most important. It's, we got to push back on the media. The one that hurts the most and, and really just, it, it makes me angry and it makes me sad is because I have friends up there that in, in in Ohio. This is Avon, Ohio. And Ford Ford signed a contract. There were we're gonna do this nine hundred million dollar plant. And of course they signed that under the Trump administration. And now that Joe Biden is coming in, they can see the handwriting on the wall. They know that the taxes are gonna go up and it's gonna be harder to do business and yada yada yada. They they're leaving. And and so my heart breaks for these I, I know I, I have friends that work for Ford and these these union people. Listen, you got sold a bill of goods I, when 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 Biden first got elected, Gimlet and I started doing this thing. Uh, the, the, the largest game of we told you so just began. And and here it goes here. It's it's just the borders a mess. These jobs are going to leave uh, the country. Inflation is right around the corner. Tax hikes are coming in. Biden's not going to come through with anything. The only thing that Biden's come through with is is the is the vaccine, which was already there from Trump. Okay, so I don't <laughs> I don't, don't want to get too fired up about that. It's too much. It's too much of a bummer. Uh, but people, we we got it. We got to stand up. We stop stop complying with this stuff. So now gonna... if, if you're listening, if you're listening, and you're 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 a Ford worker or a buddy of your works for Ford. 
uh, and you're pissed off about this move, uh, reach out to me at the uh, at the website. Uh, leave a comment on that on that article, and I'll get back. I want to help. I want to help try to get those jobs back. So I don't know what I can do. Try to shine a light on it. Okay, moving on. Excellent thoughts. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to Casey Kasem you by going on to something much more lighthearted after that <laughs> downbeat stuff. So I know Casey Kasem got irate at that stuff. If you people yeah. don't know what I'm talking about, you can search for the Google or the YouTube video on that. Yeah. Anyway, going to we have we cover two comic book things. One was DC and one was MC or DCEU and MCU. First one, were we wrong about Zack Snyder's? Zack Snyder's Justice League, maybe. And then the second one was about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Which one of those do you want to talk about? I want to talk about uh, the Justice League really quickly. And once again, I think we're going to do a much larger segment on this uh, in the in the body of the podcast uh, this week and, and also on the Patreon section. I want to I, I got to I feel like I publicly have to say, like, I was speaking out of ignorance. I had no idea about the Justice League. I had zero idea i was that franchise has been such a disappointment such a disappointment like it makes me angry i didn't realize Zack snyder was like three-fourths of the way done and i don't know what happened but he had to step away he didn't get fired he had to step away joss whedon comes in and then he starts doing his little song and dance and convinces warner brothers and uh and dc that his way is the better way so they they reshot almost all the movie. That's why the the CGI on uh, on Superman was so horrible. Blah 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 blah. Because like you know you know you and I were saying for the longest time, dude. Unless you got a whole new movie, don't even talk to me about the Snyder cut. He has practically a whole new movie. Warner Brothers spent seventy million dollars, seventy million dollars on reshoots and computer uh, graphics. So. It's a it's a four hour long fiesta because Zack Snyder had an idea. He's like, we're going to do a trilogy and this will be the first movie. So he was shooting flashbacks and additional footage he would need for the other two films. Warner Brothers is like, we're not doing that. We're never going to do the trilogy. So he had to put it. He blasted it all out in one giant four hour opus. And so you're interested in seeing that now? You interested in seeing that now? Yes. And then I, I made the mistake of uh of watching falcon and the winter soldier I, I, <laughs> okay but i'll get into that later i'll get into yeah, that, later. that i think we're kind of running out of time I, I'd be we are that. do we have time for one last post let's do one more and then we'll skedaddle well there were two posts that we put up at the loftus party this week on anna casey do you want to talk about her i am very like like we were talking about at the beginning of the segment. I am so ready for summer, and I tell you, I've, I've, I've I'm just chomping at the bit. So Anna Casey, like here's here's the here's the big thing. You'll have a lot of because like I'm like, I'll do here's fat here's this uh, swimwear from this fa- line of fashion. Here's this swimwear. How hard is it? Seriously, how hard is it to to make a bikini? How hard is it to make a bikini? And you see all these swings and misses. So. Uh, so because I'm searching for this stuff, because I'm literally, and I can't, I, I, shame on me, I found a swimsuit, ladies, that's probably the best one piece, the, it's the only one piece you're ever going to need, it's under $100, uh, and I think it's called the best one piece, I should look that up. So anyway, uh, so YouTube suggests to me these uh, these try-on hauls, which is just clickbait, it's like little kids, it's like teenage boys watching some girl try on bikinis, they're so lame, they're so lame. 
but I got to give it up for Anna Casey. She does like try on hauls, but she calls them lookbooks. So she edits out all the just the, the garbage and she's literally trying on a bunch of different uh, bikinis, bathing suits, and she does them in exotic locations. And it's it's a great way. It's a great way to look at a swimsuit, see how it looks on somebody. And she's smoking hot. She's smoking hot. I'm completely addicted to Anna Casey lookbook videos. I'm trying to be cool about it. I don't I don't want to hit that crack pipe too many times in a row, but I posted no, two not. of them. Okay. So that's it. I just want to say, if you're disappointed with the Falcon and Winter Soldier, again, go read my story, Thor versus the Valkyries. Guarantee you, people, you will not be disappointed with that. It starts with action, and it ends with justice. It's a great read. Megan Fox read it, and she loved it, and uh, she recommended it, too. So I want people to go pick that up. 99 cents at Amazon. What? 99 That's a bargain. That's a bargain. Paul, have a great rest of the week, buddy, and we appreciate you turning us on to What's on the Web. Thank you, Michael. I like that segment. I like that segment. Paul and I had a little uh, conversation. You know what I might do? You know what we might end up having to do? Is uh, is like just an all... I'm thinking about doing like quarterly specials, maybe a monthly special of, of the show, but just do total entertainment. Just do nothing but entertainment, pop culture... Uh, have just like, cause I, I have some comedian buddies and I, I don't even ask them to do this show because you know, the cancel culture and I just don't, I don't want anybody to think I'm throwing them under the bus, but I think if we did like a special show, that's just straight up comedy, TV, movies, keep politics out of it. I think that would be fun to do like, uh, maybe once a month. I'm thinking about doing that y'all. I'm thinking about doing that. Okay. Gimlet, Gimlet, we sh- you got one more political thing here. One more political thing about is this is this Portland or Seattle? You were you were telling me over the break. Um, it's Oregon, the state. The state of Oregon, the geniuses yes. of Oregon. The geniuses in Oregon have a regulation, public health regulation, out for comment to make mask wearing in public permanent. Meanwhile. They legalized every illegal drug in the last election. <laughs> yeah. I've, yeah. I'm a little slow to this. It's one of those things where, and maybe, I think it's probably a good thing. But uh, the whole the whole mask thing, and I'm sure there's got a lot of people in their cars right now listening to this who are gonna about to, they're about to slap their foreheads and go, duh. I've said it before, but I'll say it again publicly. The whole mask thing is just a sign of compliance. That's just a big, that's just a billboard, you know, and if you're in the, if you're in the, the, the federal government and it's just, just a way to, to like visually measure how many people are, are buying your, uh, buying what you're selling. Be careful, be careful, be careful. Mask, 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 mask. And even the New England Journal of Medicine, I'm saying it like this because everybody on Facebook knows science, including myself. <laughs> at the very beginning of this thing, the New England Journal of Medicine is like, yeah, it's it's not going to help. Not going not to really do anything. All it does, it's a visual reminder to stay uh, socially distant. And the six-foot thing, whatever. It's Listen, they failed. Guys. Three-foot now. It's, yeah, it's, it's three-foot. It turns out the six-foot thing is like from 100 years ago from some mm-hmm. ancient paper, some dude. 
Guys. Guys, you guys. Hey, you guys. The government's failed. The government's failed. They're incredibly corrupt. We have to. It's juicy. We have to get aggressive on this. This all listen. I'm. I'm. T- you know who's. You know who's on this. Freaking Jesse. There's a dude, Jesse Kelly. I think you met him at CPAC. Mm-hmm. That yeah, I know dude. Jesse. He gets it like instinctively. He had. He had a great tweet the other day. He's like, listen, saying that you're outraged, saying, oh, this is hypocritical. Oh, hey, they should stop. It ain't working. It ain't working. We got to find another gear. We got to find another gear. Just just pointing at shit. And oh, I had a I had a funny tweet. I had a funny tweet that points out the hypocrisy while we're while we're busy coming up with our snarky tweets. They're changing laws. Go ahead. And the thing is, they don't care about hypocrisy that that's baked into the way their worldview. So, Dig it. but if you want to see, if you want to see somebody else who's just taking it right to, right to him, did you see Rand Paul go after Dr. Fauci? Yeah, that was great. Rand Paul's great. I loved it. I that loved dude, it. That's, that's great. And people always, people always forget that, that, that Rand Paul, he's a, he's a surgeon. He's, he knows medicine. He's, I think he's a, he's an eyeball doctor, but hey, he, he still did his time in med school. Don't have to know about infection. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it is. Uh, I guess it's, it's worth repeating again. Yes, there is uh, the Wuhan. Yes, it's real. Yes, it affects some people very, very badly. Yes, people people will die from it. The vast majority won't. We got We got to stop complying with all of this with all of it and we need to really get aggressive with i want listen uh subscribe follow uh uh cheryl atkinson subscribe follow tim pool check out joe rogan joe asked some interesting questions uh it doesn't matter what walk of life they're from this is the great thing and oh i'm i'm getting deep on it now like the founding fathers, when they were putting this country together and they were figuring out how other civilizations failed, the idea of that citizens could just kind of dip into politics and then dip out and we could self-govern, that's a game changer. And that's how it's supposed to work. This whole political class is, is, is the worst. It's the worst. It's the worst. And they're, they're always going to get hungrier. They're always going to want more power. And they're ready to watch you die to get it. You should be terrified. You desperately want to say something. I heard the intake of air. No, I was listening. No? Okay, fantastic. <laughs> All right, so here's what we're going to do. Because I go too long. I go on and on. Uh, I had to make a choice last night. I had to make a Sophie's choice. I could either A watch the Snyder cut of the Justice League or B I could watch The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Episode one went up on Disney Plus. I I chose I think wisely. It was a it was a time management thing. Justice League that cuts four hours long. I guess I could watch it over two nights. I'll, I'll probably I'll probably do that tonight. I watched the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Here we go again with uh, with Disney. They need and and Marvel. They need they need some help. 
on the TV side. They need some help on the TV side. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a little review of that. We're going to get into that. I also want to say this publicly. I know I am the foremost expert in the world when it comes to microwave popcorn. Everyone else's opinion is garbage. I will, <laughs> I will say this. I got, I got stuck buying Pop Secret microwave popcorn instead of Orville Redenbacher. Orville Redenbacher is the only microwave popcorn in the world. Everything else is garbage, absolute garbage. I was so bummed, and I'm like, well, I'll make the Pop Secret. Maybe it's a little bit. Nope. It's like chewing on a hot grenade. It's 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 all just shells and husks, and it's like, could I have one piece? Could I have one piece of popcorn that doesn't have a freaking crab shell on it? Could I get one piece that wasn't? Oh, and then the cooking time. You want to? Okay, here's what Orville Redenbacher does. <laughs> I got a Orville Redenbacher is so good at what they do. They're like the cooking time is going to be three minutes. They just they just call it right out of the gate. Here's what the cooking time is. However, because the wattage on your microwave might vary, you want to listen. And when you get to like two seconds between pops, take it out. You're done. When it slows down, like then you're done. And you open up, you open up a bag of Orville Redenbacher that you just pulled out of the microwave and you're ready to watch a movie or your favorite TV show and you rip open that hot bag and you got to be careful because it's going to be steamy and it's just glorious. It's like a bag of hot angel kisses. It's just perfect. Here's what Pop Secret does. Ah, throw it in there for four minutes. Take a listen. I don't know. The pops slow down. If you got a, if you got a, a they, they ask, listen for a second between pops. Bitch, please. A second between pops? Oh, it's horrible. It's horrible. They should be ashamed. Back to the drawing board, you pop secret charlatans. I got one more bag I got to get through. And then I'm literally, I'm going to, I'm going to draw, I will drive miles to get, to get freaking Orville Redenbacher. The very best pop. Okay. So we're going to, we're going to continue this. We're going to talk a little bit more. Uh, about the media, and, and we're going to get into a little bit of this uh, House Resolution 1, this this changing our election. That's a, that's a big one. I wanted to put that in the B block, but we're going to put it in the Patreon block. We're going to be talking Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Justice League, maybe, maybe a little bit more microwave popcorn, House Resolution 1, and uh, holy smokes, I, just how great this website is. I just, sometimes I'm, I'm just shocked. I'm shocked that it's real. Okay, we will see you over on the Patreon side. I love you. You all look incredible today. Get that bathing suit on.